For a podcast that unshamed sex, I think we can help. Don't talk, just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Ah. Now zip up and put your headphones on. Whoa. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. We're kind of kinky. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, my loves. I am it's Sean Lee. I'm so happy to talk to you again. And thank you for your patience while I was on hiatus. I am super excited to have this conversation with my friend Maverick, because Maverick, you used to be a fan, right? Isn't that how you found me? You were listening to the show? Yep, indeed. And so Maverick found me, and you know, if you've been with me at all, you know the butt plug story, that the way that I got into podcasting. Do you know that story? I can't say I've listened to every single episode, so I might have missed the butt plug. Ugh. And you went on hiatus for a while, so... <laughs> So it's my fault he doesn't know the butt plug story. Okay. But I'm going to go look for a butt plug story. No, I'm going to tell it now because you're lucky. Okay. All right. So I got a text message from someone that I talked to like maybe six times a year. And the question was, what's your opinion of butt plugs? And I was like, well, this is interesting and awkward. I'm in. And so I called him and I said, you know, let's talk about it. Is, are they stainless steel? Are they silicone? Are you going to wear it? Is someone else going to wear it? Are you going to wear it together? Is it going to have a tail? Is it going to vibrate? Like, I had a lot of questions about it. And I really thought that that was the most awkward conversation way to start that I'd ever heard until you texted me and said, can I shoot porn in your house? <laughs> I was like, well. So am I now number one or am I still like number two? You're just, you know, I, it's tough. Okay. <laughs> and so it's right there. It's like, if, it's like if you're ranking this, both of you get number one and the next person's number three. Fair enough. All right. So basically you called me and you said, Hey, can we shoot porn in your house? And I thought, well, I've done that before. You left me a message because I didn't answer your call because I didn't know who you were. Yep. And then we became friends because porn should be shot in my house. Of all the places in all the world, porn should be shot here. Yes. And so how did you get into that? Like, how did you get to the point from where you were to let me call Sean Lee and say, hey, can we have naked people fucking in your house? Yeah, so I, for the... Several, six, eight months prior to reaching out to you, I had been working with some clients that shoot uh, adult entertainment. And yeah, I used my access to properties and relationships to find them locations. And after dozens of calls reaching out to... So you're uh, saying I wasn't your first choice? Like, I think I need a moment. <laughs> I'm consulted now. <laughs> I, I probably had not stumbled upon your podcast at the time. And... You know, when you call somebody, a stranger, whether they're a realtor or just somebody that... How does that conversation go? Let's role play this. Ring, ring. Yeah, you know what? I'm a vanilla. Hello. Yes. Hi, uh, vanilla. Uh, nice to meet you. Maverick calling. Do I know you? I'm 80. Go ahead. Uh, no, but uh, listen, I want to preface this that this is going to be a little bit of a strange question for you, but I can assure you it's going to be fun and we can joke about it. But uh, would you ever consider or your clients letting us... Uh, shoot porn in your house. Now, I probably don't jump right to the porn right away. Well, see, I, that's why I'm wondering how this conversation, because that's what happened is you sent me a message. You said, I like listen to your podcast. I really, really like it. Hey, by the way, how would you feel about this? <laughs> and because I'd already had porn shot in yeah. my house before, I was open to it. By the way, it's kind of funny. I never used the word porn initially. I'm always using adult entertainment because I think porn just 
rubs, it. Them, rubs them the wrong way. It's like, and then their mind starts racing. If you say adult entertainment, there's like a little bit of a, then it could be dancing je ne girls. Sais quoi. There's some class to it, I guess. Right. Uh, no, but I preface that. Listen, if you have a house just sitting there, everybody wants is trying to make money, either selling it or a rental. Usually a lot of times if it's a rental property or an Airbnb, you're it's there a, to make money. Yeah. And we're in the business of making money and we want people to make money. So that's how I kind of would preface it. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, even when I would get females that take it, like they, they laugh. They're like, I got to be honest, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <What a great laughs> and I said, I, I told you uh, this was going to be a first. And they would say, let me get, let me check with my clients. I'll get back to you. And some worked out. I would say majority did not. And <laughs> it's like the 80-20 rule, right? Uh, 95-5. Uh, <laughs> but they all got a laugh at it. And, uh, you know, so it was, it was fine. But I, it, I had a light bulb go on my head. I was listening to your podcast and I knew that we were in the same market. Um, and I said, you know what? I need to reach out to Sean Lee because she talks about sex. She likes sex. She's very comfortable with the subject. So if anything, it could be, it's not going to be a, why are you calling me up this? What do you think? I'm not like, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I just remember calling, left a voicemail. Um, I wonder, do you still have it saved on your phone or? Oh, probably not. And by the, I've got, I break, you've phone. gone through so many phones. Like, yeah, yeah. I break phones every other week. So. Um, but yeah, wait, then, I don't want to affirm that. And then it was amazing that, uh, you know, you reach back out like that day, maybe the next day. And well, your message was today. super respectful. It, it wasn't like this sleazy guy calling going, hey, can I have sex in your house and like give you some, like it wasn't like that. And that was my experience because here's the thing. Okay, very few people know this. Like this is, <laughs> I'm getting even this. I had this wild idea a long time ago that I was going to do porn. And this is how I learned for really quickly that it was not for me. Okay, this is before OnlyFans. Is I thought I'm going to do porn and here's why. I had just finished competing in bodybuilding and I liked the fact that they did my hair and makeup. And so I knew Jessie Jane, and because uh, she lives in Oklahoma, where I used to live. And I thought, this can be so easy. It's just sex. And the first call I got, uh, they said, will you do a scene by yourself? No, no, <laughs> no. And I thought, Shawnee, if you can't do a scene by yourself on camera, you're not a porn star. Yes. <laughs> and that's how they get you. Oh, we'll start with a nice little solo scene. Oh, is that, oh that's normal. Oh, I, I think so. Oh, my God. Well, I couldn't do a solo scene on camera, which made it very clear. And I tell people, like when I go on dates, I'm like, I'm a podcaster, not a porn star. Because I just, I just couldn't. And here's the thing is, I'm turning red. I just could not imagine. And I have so much respect for people who do. And everyone's like, do you have an OnlyFans? No, I would blush and cry the whole time. No. <laughs> See, I would think OnlyFans, I think one of the things that OnlyFans helped OnlyFans and kind of launched it is the authenticity of... Of the sex. It's not productive. Well, it's not a professional production. Right. You actually are like dealing with the girl next door or like just somebody that's not supposed to be a quote professional. Right. And that was the allure to it. So I think the more amateur style you could be and uh, sort of uh, unprofessional, like uh, that, uh, that's what, uh. that's why everyone likes OnlyFans. I mean, yeah, by the way, you, what is this OnlyFans thing? I've, I've heard the phrase. I'm it's not. basically pay for content. It, <laughs> oh, do you know? Oh, I to Jesus. I totally believed it. I honestly did not know what it was until I saw on like Instagram or something that somebody was making a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I was like, what the heck is this? And yeah, it's, it's, that's basically what it is. And here's the thing. I, I have an OnlyFans account. Um, but I'm convinced, um, but I've never put anything up. Like if there's anything up, it's a mystery to me because I've never put anything up and I've, I went there when I'm not that girl. 
So it's interesting. I always think of myself like, you know, the classy porn star podcaster. (laughs) We just don't do the porn. I have an OnlyFans account. Oh, it's like that, is it? Well, I think you have to get to get on OnlyFans. You have, you have to have make to an, account. an account. Yes, that's why I have one. Yeah. 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 So, and I went on just for just, research. Just purpose. Purpose. I had to know what it's all about. Right. Well, I tell people if you open my computer and see porn, <clears throat> it's research. Yeah. Okay. So I get it. <laughs> but now when you started calling people, like can, that first phone call, can you take me back to that? That first time you had to call someone? <laughs> uh, well, I, so I, I'm in the real estate industry uh, by nature also, so making calls doesn't phase me and I like talking to people. I'm yeah, but fine. you're making calls to tell someone I want to use your house to have sex in. No, you don't know me. No, you don't know the people that are in it. And it's going to take all day. That's the thing they don't know about porn. It takes all day to do a shoot and the sex is only like 30 minutes. Yes, but it, I don't, that's not my, like I don't lead right in with the sex stuff. It's, <laughs> it's a business. It's a, well, it's a business and it's, do you want to make some money? We pay very well on a day rate. And Which is better than Airbnb most of the time. Like we always tell people, um, look, you can possibly make more money through other avenues, but there's going to be vacancies. And what are you going to do when the house is just sitting there? Ding, 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 ding. That's where we come in. We have a full team. You know, we know what the house looks like when we get it, and you're going to get the house back in when better we're done. condition. In better condition. Yeah, I noticed that that we needed that before. Is that they come? So the I think the assumption. So let me pause a second. The reason I said that you make more money on on in, than an Airbnb is because I know like the money is like anywhere from what I would say anywhere from three hundred for if it was one scene up to over a thousand bucks for Uber Ultra Fantastic. Okay, so three hundred dollars. When I look on Airbnb, most of the rates are lower than three hundred dollars a night. For example. Yeah, I think well during COVID, I think we definitely saw where people were paying astronomical prices, like five, 700 bucks a night because they're putting eight, 12 beds into a property. Right. Um, and we say, listen, go and do that. But we only need one bed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but if you have a house just sitting there not making money, why not? Let us help you. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, we always want a homeowner or a person that is in it for the investment and a money-making opportunity uh, to make money. But even if we're scheduled to book on a particular day, if you get a booking like the night before or even that morning, even if we've showed up and we're starting to set up, call us up, be like, hey, you know what? We need you guys out of here. People are checking in in three hours. Done. We're going to pack up. We'll leave. You can have the house back because we want you to be happy. We want you to make money, which is your goal. there are cancellations in our industry. And I, I say our industry. I, I, I'm not in the industry. I, so he says. Yeah. So he says. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, we'll have cancellations too, especially with COVID. There's testing or there's this issue or that, and, and they can't shoot. And, and the think, STDs. And, yeah, and because uh, I think, yeah. I think, I feel like we had something set up at one point. Anyway, one of them popped positive for, for an STD. And so we didn't do the shoot that day. Well, thank God, I guess, of course. Uh, but it's not even necessarily an STD. If there's any kind of, if someone's not feeling well, or if there's a rash or something that you just don't know, there's no point in taking the risk. So you're saying that before a porn star comes into someone's home, that they are checked for their health in order to not contaminate the home? Yeah. Okay. Uh, especially with COVID, they're on strict uh, COVID. They're doing rapid PCR lab tests 24 hours before showing up on set. But yes, everyone is taking full production safety health uh, All right. Well, that, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. 
because that was one of the things like it did when we did it um gosh when i did it in the house five or six years ago because mm-hmm. we uh, we were talking before we went on air that um we have a mutual friend and i thought it was fantastic it was like so much fun to watch because it's so different than it's like okay the pov porn i watched this guy have sex with a girl and she's bent over and he's doing his job and there's a cameraman almost like on it strapped to his back almost with a camera holding it down over his shoulder to get that pov angle guys should make more in porn (laughs) (laughs) because the girls make more right yes yeah and so the guy has to keep his heart on as this other guy is inappropriately close (laughs) yeah yeah it you you make a good point and now i have heard there are you know, ways to facilitate that. I mean, there's, oh, I guess, there's pumps tri- and there's, there's pills and there's stuff, I guess. Trimix uh, is a four-hour erection. Like, yeah. I've talked about it before. Plus, it's also video production. And the fact that you've mentioned, like, one scene can take six hours to shoot. So, if something's not working out, pause, cut, and then... Oh, she, they just fucked on my couch. Like, it around. was like they knew each other. <laughs> yeah, well, they, were, after, they, they must have been good. Afterwards, she said to me, she's like, that guy can fuck. And I was like... <laughs> You got to love, you got to appreciate the bluntness. Yeah. Because she was probably 23 if she was a day, right? She was barely over 21. And she was so happy with the fact that he could run a scene. But then I saw another scene that they shot in my old kitchen. And the producer was getting very angry. He's like, this guy's got to take control of the scene. And I was like, oh, really? This is fascinating. And it took place on my island. And I was like, oh, they better sanitize that. And they did. Yep. So that was one of the things that was really surprising to me, so I can assure the audience. If you have porn shot in your home, they tend to bring their own sheets, their own everything, um, and they clean up before they get there. As soon as they get there, they start cleaning up and putting your stuff away. They put their stuff out. They cover any labels, like if you you do in the kitchen, like they cover up the labels as Whirlpool. They cover up everything, and then they take a bunch of pictures, and that's all before the sex ever happens. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you were mentioning the pictures, but they take the pictures for continuity. They want to know what your house looked like. Like, they've gone in and they've taken all the magnets off a refrigerator. That's somebody's personal magnets. It's there for a reason. They take a picture of it, so then when they go to put the mag- magnets back, they can look at the pictures and be able to put things back to the way somebody had it. Oh, wow. But See, yeah. I didn't have refrigerator magnets. That wasn't the pictures I was talking about, but that's so interesting that they do that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, if something is definitely done by the homeowner and you could tell there's maybe a rhyme or reason or something special about it, like they want to go back the way it is. But you're right. They bring their own towels, sheets, linens. They empty out all the waste baskets afterwards. They want you to have the house back, if not the same condition or better. Yeah, because they if tidy you're, up. if you're happy, you're going to let them use it again. So. Right, that's why I have no compunction about having them do that, because we have one coming up, actually. We do. And I am super excited. I haven't had porn shot in my house in so long. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, you know, because I got divorced, and so I've kind of been celibate, which is something, you know, that's weird as a sex podcaster. I have been celibate since September. I haven't had sex in September. I'm so going to enjoy watching this. <laughs> the voyeur in me can't wait, okay? But, and now, if somebody wanted to have porn shot in their home... I live in South Florida. It seems very logical that it would happen here. Mm-hmm. Is this happening all over the country? Uh, I would imagine so. I can't speak, I mean, for all the different companies. but California uh, for sure. We Cali- know that. Yeah, California, Vegas, and South Florida are probably the three main states that I'm aware of, at uh, least for the clients that I work with. All right. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, Maverick, and they wanted to shoot porn in their home 
and they lived in Vegas, California. Uh, here's the thing. California and Florida in the United States are by two number one downloads. So if they lived there, how would they, should they get a hold of like Bang Brothers or Browsers or any of those? Or no, should they, they get in touch with you. They get in touch with you. Because oh. you are the Oracle. I'm the porn gatekeeper. I'm the porn gatekeeper. You are the gatekeeper. By answer, by returning my call, I'm now everyone the gatekeeper. has to come through you. Hear that? If they can't prove that they are a listener and a downloader of your podcast, then says the guy who didn't know the butt plug story, but then redeemed, (laughs) totally redeemed himself. (laughs) Just when I didn't think you could go any more, no, they have to contact you, and then you can always reach out to me. So my main area would be South Florida. I could certainly help put the people in Vegas or California in touch with the right people. But yeah, if you're in South Florida, let's make some money. And I will put, when this show comes out, which is going to be very quickly, I'm going to put a poll in there. Would you let porn be shot in your house? And we'll see what people say. Yeah, curious. Right? All right. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, it's called Sex Unshamed. It's all one word, and you need to become a member. In the meantime, as I get out of here, don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show because it does make it easier for other people to find us. But today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you. But you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job. You've been listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming sex. Unshaming sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll see you next time. Pervert. Pervert.